guys, welcome back to Real Talk with Real Sisters, where we have conversations about the real stuff in life. Everything from relationships, health, faith, and everything in between. Since Valentine's Day is just a few days away, we thought we would give those last minute planners some tips, whether you're sharing the day with your Valentine or your Galentine. So let's start off with five ideas for your Galentine and Valentine during COVID. So this is my top Valentine idea is to stay at a local spa resort for the night. And I just think this is such a great idea because you could order room service if you don't really want to go out or you can order or you can go to the restaurant in the spa resort and just eat there. So you don't even have to leave. You don't have to go out. You could just stay at the spa, enjoy the amenities, and just spend some good quality time with you and your honey. And I love the room service aspect of it because I feel like not many people do that. I don't right. Know. Yeah. So it's like such a fun little like luxurious thing, I feel. Yes. I know. I don't think I've ever ordered room service other than when I was at a resort in Mexico. And mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Just take advantage of it, especially with COVID. You know, you don't even have to leave your room. Yeah, I love it. Okay, and for all my Galentines out there, I have been loving The Bachelor. So if you're looking for something to do, I would say a great night would be just chocolate, wine, and The Bachelor. Enough said. (laughs) But if you don't like The Bachelor... You can play like 20 questions and get to know your friends on a deeper level. And if you don't feel comfortable yet getting together with friends, I have loved playing Jackbox uh, TV games with my friends virtually. So it's kind of like a, it's a platform where you can play several different kinds of games like Pictionary, Trivia, or you complete the phrase but you get to do it with your friends um, streaming and you can hear them talking and um, it doesn't matter where you are. You can do it off your phone or your laptop, wherever you are, and you just join a, a room with your friends. So I just find that so fun and it's such a good um, pandemic slash COVID thing to do, even if it's not a Valentine or Galentine kind of thing. Yeah. And I would add to that too, like You could have a charcuterie board if you have friends over to watch The Bachelor. Yes. Yes. Definitely a Katie Bellotti move. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly who I was thinking of too. Yes. I knew it. Okay. And then more on like the Valentine side, I would say I just love day trips and I love surprises. So if you surprise the person that you're with, Um, with a day trip, I feel like that's super special and it has to be unique to the two of you. So something that you guys have talked about going to see or do that's like out of town. The main point here is that it's super thoughtful and you've clearly thought through the planning of something you want to do with your special person or like a favorite spot that you've wanted to go to. So I just think that's really special and it makes the day a little bit more interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And my idea for a Galentine is to send your Galentine a box of treats, which is so perfect because you're still showing them that you care about them. 
but you don't actually have to meet up with them, even if like they have their own Valentine for this year. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the clay couple on Instagram, but they did this with their Valentine collection of earrings and I thought it was so cute. So you can pick out a pair of clay earrings and then they send it to your Galentine for you in a box with a few other treats that they put in there. I think they had like a really cute barrette and a couple pieces of chocolate and then a note. And of course you could do something like this on your own. Like you could make your own box with local artists um, or even just a basket of treats and you could just leave it on their doorstep if they're local to you. But I just thought that was such a great idea to do something for your Galentine without even having to leave your house. I love that. Yeah. And then another idea for a Valentine that I think would be fun for those people that like to get up and go do things is to go snowshoeing or sledding locally which is something that I feel like you don't really do as much, I guess. I feel like you just, as a kid, you sled all the time or Mm -hmm. you go snowshoeing. And I feel like that would be a fun, kind of like flirtatious thing to go do. And then you could warm up for dinner with a nice bottle of wine and your favorite dish that you both enjoy cooking together. And that's very key. One of you can't mm-hmm. enjoy making it more than the other. You have yeah. to enjoy cooking it together. Um, exactly. And I'm just imagining like Jay Beebs, his Changes album being played in the background while you guys mm. are cooking dinner and sipping some yes. wine. You just slip <laughs> in a few little dance moves here and there. Yes. I just think it would be so fun. Like if John and I weren't going out, we would totally do that. I love it. I love it. And I also wanted to note that like you don't have to exclusively do these special things with people that you care about only on a holiday. And I feel like um, this is becoming more of a thing to say, but I feel like it's more meaningful if you actually do it on like a random day of the year. Mm -hmm. But these holidays are just a great excuse to spoil or cherish someone you love. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I want to get into some juicy stuff. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about our worst or most awkward dates. So I don't feel like I've been on that many first dates. I feel like I've always dated people that I could see myself being with for a while. Like I kind of get to know people before I actually date them. Not that that's like a better or worse way to go about it. Because I definitely have been like on a couple first dates, but... They're not really interesting, and I don't really have any good stories for most awkward dates, so I feel like Brooke is going to take the reign on this one. Which makes me sound, like, <laughs> so awful, but... No, not at all. It you just, just have a the more way... interesting life than I do. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's just the way the cookie crumbled, man. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got the unfair share of awkward first dates... So there was this one guy that I went out to dinner with him and he was just on the phone the entire time, just like looking at his phone. He was like texting his friends. And then at one point in the middle of dinner, he took a call and he didn't even leave the table. He didn't do any of that. He just was on the phone with a friend at the table. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. So I... I would have left, but I also picked him up. 
So I was literally the man in this situation, in this date. I was the man. And it was just an awful, awful experience. Oh my goodness. So then there was this other guy where it's another instance where I was kind of playing the role of the man, I guess. But back in high school, I paid for my date to go to prom. That's crazy. I know. It's kind of insane. But yeah, I I should have seen that as a huge red flag. But my naive 17-year-old self was like, oh, I guess it's like a weird way of like flirting with him, I guess. (laughs) Well, when you're that young, you want to do anything that's... To impress them or like... be like, oh, yeah, like... I like you, so I'm going to pay for your ticket for you. But as an adult, you're like, what the heck? Like, Yeah, I know. So then I got with my girlfriends later, and they were like, somehow I got on the topic of like, uh, that I paid for him. And they're like, are you kidding me? You need to uh, like demand that he pays you back what you paid for his ticket. And so I was like such a savage. I like messaged him and was like, you need to pay me back for like the <laughs> ticket. And he was like, where is this coming from? Like, I thought it was fine. And oh my gosh. yeah, it was just a mess. But Bro, that, go I'm ask like, your mom for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> after that, like we never talked though, which is like, I'm not Probably upset for about the best, it. But you know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're just such a forward person. Now, yes. Back then, I I wasn't. Even back then, I feel like that's like a forward thing to do is to pay for your date's ticket. I I guess. I mean, I was just... Or like picking this guy up for dinner. Like, that's a pretty forward thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I guess that's true. People just can't handle it. Yeah. I need a forward guy to match my forwardness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so then I I kind of hesitate to add this next one because I know that the heart of the the heart behind this guy was very genuine and kind. Um, but I will say that this date was just extremely awkward from start to finish, and I'm just I'm sorry, guy. It just wasn't it wasn't ideal. So basically, the entire date he kind of played like 20 questions with me the entire time. Like asking you what your favorite color was. Yeah, and like where I would go, like if I only had like two days to live or like what would you bring on a deserted island with you or what celebrity would you go see alive or dead? Like those kind of questions where it just was like so random and we weren't really getting anywhere and the conversation wasn't flowing. It was just like, he would ask me a question. I would answer and I would say, well, what are you, what's your answer to that question? And he would answer. And then I would like try to be like, oh, you like concerts? Oh, like what concerts have you gone to? Mm. And he'd be like, this one. And then he'd be like, okay, uh, what's the deepest ocean you've swam in? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to get this conversation to be natural and it's just not going there. Yeah. So it just didn't flow. Yeah. So I'm sorry, dude, but it was not fun. And it was like five hours of this. Five hours. It was bad. Um, Okay, so then the last one that I have is I went out on this blind date once. And blind dates are very, like, they're just scary in general because you just don't know anything about this person. You don't even know what they look like. 
Um, and I was really trying to get a, an idea of what he looked like, but I could not really find him on social media or anything. I couldn't stalk him, nothing. So I was really going into it blind. And I got there and, you know, it, it went okay. It was going okay, but I just wasn't like excited to see him again, which I feel like if you're excited to see them again, that's like a telltale sign that like, you know, you should go out on another date or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I just wasn't feeling it. So then at the end I was like, well, thank you so much for like coming out and doing something that was out of your comfort zone, like a blind date. And he replied, oh, do you not go out on dates much? And I was like, what? So rude. Was that that like a dig? Yeah. I I did not. It was so rude. I was so like shocked. I I didn't know what to even reply to to that with. Yeah. So I think I said like, no, I, I do. I do go out on dates, but like this is a blind date and it's like kind of out of everyone's comfort zone, no matter who you are and no matter how many dates you go on. Yeah. So anyways. I feel like guys just don't care as much. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that is my, my woes of dating. Okay, so let's just end this with sharing our plans for Valentine's Day. So I'm actually taking my own advice and John and I are staying at an overnight spa. So since it's our anniversary as well as Valentine's Day, we really wanted to do something special and we wanted to go somewhere warm for our anniversary like Florida or when we were on our honeymoon last year, we're like, oh, we should go to another country um, and go to another resort because my mom is a part of the Secrets Resorts. So we kind of can get a good deal. So we're like, oh, we're going to pick a new resort in another country and we'll go there for our first anniversary. But with COVID, that's not really a thing because John's a teacher and there's so many restrictions in New York. So it just made sense to stay local. And we could have gone to like the Adirondacks, but it's also winter and I didn't want to drive somewhere that's three, three and a half hours away from here with the possibility of like a storm, a snowstorm or something. So Mm -hmm. we're staying local. We're going to go to an overnight spa and we'll be enjoying a relaxing day in the jacuzzi, sipping a cocktail, and then enjoying a nice dinner together. So, and since it's our anniversary, we kind of splurged a little bit, um, and I'm just really excited. And plus, like, the spa you're going to is so nice and luxurious, Mm -hmm. and, like, the scenery is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you kind of feel like you're not where you are. It, Mm -hmm. like, the spa that we're going to, it's like, and I know if anyone listens to this and they're local, they probably know exactly what spa I'm talking about, Um, but you feel like you're not in that town. Like you feel exactly. like you're somewhere else because it's kind of like out of the way and the way they decorate everything, it just feels like you're somewhere else. So I'm super yeah, excited. Away, yeah. yeah, so beautiful. I'm excited for you. So for me, to be honest, I'm not really quite sure yet. One of my roommates is dating someone, so she'll be likely out for the night. And then my other roommate 
since Valentine's Day is on a Sunday, she usually spends Sundays with her parents. So I might honestly have the apartment to myself, which I'm not complaining about. I'm actually... Just you and the mice. Yeah, just me and the mice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I actually don't, I don't mind being alone. Like some people don't like being alone and that's fine. Um, there's definitely nothing wrong with enjoying the company of others. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy the company of others. I love others. And I love spending time with my roommates. I love spending time with like my sisters, my friends, all that. But I also am the type of person that really enjoys being alone and by myself too. Um, there's just something super therapeutic about it to me. And I get to like do anything that I want. I don't have to make sure that like the group is enjoying what we're doing or making sure that like we're doing things that all of us like. And I think, I, I don't know what I'm like, if I'm making sense, but I feel like some people will understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But when you're alone, you can just focus on what you genuinely would like to do um, and what you would like to spend your time doing. Yeah. You should make yourself a little charcuterie board and watch The Bachelor. Yeah. Well, I honestly might watch The Bachelor before Valentine's Day because it comes out on Mondays. Oh. So <laughs> I've been like... I'm not super, super into this season, but um, I actually really like the guy that is The Bachelor, uh, Matt. Mm -hmm. He's he's just very, like, genuine. But anyways, if it is a night to myself, I think I might watch Survivor. Yes. We love and Survivor. <laughs> we love Survivor so much. I started the trend, okay? I'm the trendsetter, and then my sisters jumped on the bandwagon. Well, at first, I wanted to, I've wanted to watch Survivor with John for, like, ever. And he would always say, no, I'm not interested. It doesn't sound very interesting. And then I think I saw that it came out on Netflix, like, one of the seasons. And so I was like, let's yes. just watch one episode. Just let me watch one. And so he's mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll watch one. And now he's hooked, and we've watched probably, like, 15 seasons. Yeah, and he won't even let you watch an episode without him. No. <laughs> it's like our thing now. Yes, I we love it. We just finished season 38, but we can't wait for season 40 because that's the newest one that came out with – Tony, our favorite player of yes. all time. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely, um, I mean, here, let's just talk about Survivor for a second. Um, I I love the old seasons because there's like a, a natural, like vintage vibe to them. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound hipster or anything, but there's like this naturalness to it that seems like nothing is super produced. Everything is just like you're seeing and hearing and watching the survivors in the most like authentic way. And then with the newer seasons, if you were to jump from like watching season 13, which is one of my favorite seasons, to go to like season 40, which I actually did that one time and I started the first episode of season 40 and it was just like a shock because there was like all this dramatic music and like the camera would do like a wide zoom and like span the whole island and like da -da -da -dun, <laughs> like all that kind of stuff and I'm like they never did this in like season 13 
So it just was, it was a shock to me. I was like, I, oh, I can't dramatics. do it. Oh my gosh. Right. Like when you, when you're used to it, I feel like it's really fun and it makes like the episodes really entertaining. I love um, the editors. Like in this yeah. last season, there were so many idols played and um, so many fake idols. And so this one guy made, this is just something <laughs> hilarious to me. So there's five people left. Yeah, there was five people left. They all knew that this one guy had an idol. They didn't know that this other guy had another idol. And then there, that leaves three people left. Mm-hmm. Two people found fake idols. And in my head, I'm thinking... Oh, I remember this. You cannot think that there was three idols... They were so ...that dumb. were hidden. Yeah. That means that there, that if the one person that didn't have an idol won immunity, that would leave one person to be eliminated. I'm like, just, yeah. put, just put it together. Like, there's no way they would hide three immunity idols when there's five people left. And so the editors will like when they interview the people solo, they'll have like their name and then next to it, like this whole season, they did one <laughs> immunity idol, one fake immunity idol. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like so funny. The editors are hilarious. Uh. And this one time this lady would say that she has like 70 different jobs that she does. And so every time <laughs> she talked about one of her different jobs, they would have like her name and then the job that she was talking about. <laughs> So every time they interviewed her, she would have a different job title next to her mm. name. It was so, yeah. oh my gosh, I just love the editors. They're so witty. They're so funny. Yeah, I do feel like the earlier seasons, they didn't have as much fun with the editing. They were kind of more like serious about it. And now they're like, oh, we can like do our own. We have our own like flair to editing this. Yeah, so, it's so funny. Oh my yeah, gosh. so fun. Anyways. Yeah, if you don't like watch Survivor, basically it's just um, it is eighteen or nineteen castaways. I don't know, uh, eighteen or nineteen uh, people on an island, and they're basically just trying to find food and and make shelter and win challenges for thirty nine days. They're trying to make it to the end, but people get voted off periodically through it. Love it. Um, so it's it's just such a fun, um, entertaining show. And if you haven't watched it, you should watch it because it's on Netflix. And the best, one of the best seasons is on Netflix. So you should definitely check it out. Kagayan, it's 28. It's 28. Yeah, Kagayan. Season 28 is the best season. Yeah. Yeah, that one's so good. And then they have season 20. But Hulu has more seasons. Way more. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoy your Valentine's Day, whether that's with your Valentine or with your Galentine. We hope that you guys enjoyed listening to some of our tips and that maybe you can make your day a little bit more special with some J-Beebs, some wine, charcuterie, bachelor snowshoeing, whatever floats your boat. And we will see you next time on the podcast.